Yosh! <laughs> oh. I don't know why I have a bad habit of doing the double Yosh now. I don't know. And it's not Yosh, it's Yosh. <laughs> what is wrong with me today? Uh, maybe I had a little bit too much coffee this morning. I think that's that's my deal. Um, just a couple things. I am extremely excited today for this recording. There's a couple of things that I would like to go over. There's a lot. I feel like this is going to be one of those episodes where it's just like rant, rant, rant. And I will try my best assist to not rant, rant, rant. Okay. And I'm saying try because ultimately, even though I have you know, an outline today, I will ultimately rant, 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 because it wouldn't be me if I didn't, right? Right. Okay, so a couple of things that I wanted to talk about today is um, if my quality sounds a little bit different, that's because I got a new mic. Yay! That's one of the things I'm very, 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 very excited about uh, because my transitioning and my mics have definitely you know, upgraded the past year or so. Uh, I started off using just my iPhone, um, which is, you know, decent quality from what people used to tell me. But then I upgraded to this like little mic that I used. Um, it's like a little pop mic or something that I got from Amazon. And it was not bad. The quality was good. But the only thing about that mic is that I had like a really long um, connection. It was an uh, it was a jack connection, like an auxiliary connection. And sometimes when I would record, the wire would bang against my laptop, and it'd make this like chick 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 sound. I can't explain it, uh, which is very very annoying because it was very hard to get like that little chick chick sound out from the actual recording. And you guys know that how I feel about editing in general. So it's like when I can't do that and you guys know how I feel about you know re-recordings and like having raw material I'm all about raw okay you can't tell me otherwise um so that was just ugh. and now currently the new mic that I have have <laughs> okay I said have because the name of the mic okay the new mic that I have is a JLab audio it is the talk series it is very very good it has different options all in one mic so for somebody who, like myself, who is uh, a solo podcaster, there's the cardioid function, which is for individual, usually individual podcasting, vlogging, whichever you want to choose. There's also an omni function. So those are more for group streaming, group voiceovers, multi-people, multi-person podcasting, um, or group music recording. There's also stereo for those who have music recording and want to do more like ASMR, you know, <laughs> option. And there's also bi-directional for like two-person interviews or, um, you know, duet music recordings. So all of these features, it's really, really great. All on one mic. It's super portable, super compact and convenient. It is great. And what's even more great about this uh, mic itself is that it's not, it does not hurt your pockets. So you have great quality without emptying out your pockets so if you definitely want if you're a podcaster or a streamer or record music you should definitely look into this jlab audio talk series it is a usb microphone so it's quick setup and very easy to use they have different series as well there's the 
talk go series there's also the talk series which is what i'm currently using and there's also the talk professional series um which obviously is more on a professional level not to say that this is not professional because as you can hear this is a great quality mic so i'm very happy with this um and this is also not a paid a paid sponsorship just so you know this is just me being very excited for the new equipment that i have yay <laughs> progression for chibi all right so before i get into episode three for the season two chibi chat <laughs> it's so awkward i just want to refer back to season um uh, episode two not season okay i just want to refer back to episode two um a couple things maybe just maybe just one thing actually uh i did say there was a part um speaking about happy and not to where i discussed their little dynamic duo and i said the purpose for the exceeds were to um actually annihilate annihilate or defeat or you know what i mean uh demon slayers when in fact that is not not the case so um with that being said when i said fun fact it's not actually a fun fact it's it's i was wrong i'm sorry <laughs> uh i'm wrong on that one so what the actual fact behind the exceeds were uh was to um they are actually a race that was ex that were extremely weak and powerless but they made it seem like they were because the queen of the exceeds implanted this information because she foresaw uh something happening um and it's been a very long time since i watched fairy tales so excuse me if i again say something wrong because it's just it's been a while so basically it's just they weren't there to annihilate them it's just false information that was input into um their heads well more specifically a uh, shadow do i call her shadow do her name is charlotte um but more specifically shadow do this the that exceed because she is the daughter of the queen exceed um so that information was put into her head so just an apology for that alone and now we shall continue to the actual scheduled program okay so first off i like to say um for those of you guys who are returning for another episode, Okairi! For those of you guys who are tuning in for the very first time, Hajimimashite! I'm your chibiest host, Chibi J, and this is. Chibi Chat! Yay! Yosh! Consistency! <laughs> I'm just gonna point that out every single time because I'm trying to be consistent, and as you can see, I am being consistent. I posted last week, and now I'm posting this week. So I feel like I have a pretty decent episode this week. Um, I am, like I said, I may rant <laughs> because I have a lot to say before I go ahead and dive into the topic for today. And basically what I just want to touch up on is, you know, what I've been doing, what I'm currently doing and what my plans are. And I also did say that I was going to discuss a little bit more about um, this new anime that I was watching from last episode. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit here. So basically what I'm currently doing right now is um, watching a whole bunch of anime. I'm just watching a, a ton of anime, different anime. I put a few on hold, some I'm kind of like flip-flopping around. Um, I definitely did, I did update my anime list, like I said before. So that it's pretty current, I think. 
I think I have to double check. I have to go back. Um, you can always take a look at it. MyAnimeList.net forward slash Chibi J. That is my profile. Okay, so basically going back to what I have been doing, more or less what I've been doing is I've been trying to be, aside from the consist consistency, I've been trying to um, be better as far as organizing, organize <laughs> my gosh, what is wrong with me? Organizing my thoughts, um, having, you know, a better outline, putting in more effort as in more research into a lot of things that I'm going to talk about, which I still have a problem doing to be quite frank, but those are things that I'm working on. So I feel like I've been doing a lot better um, in terms of that. Another thing that I am excited to introduce about is um, there is a possibility that I may be having a B mic for future. As of right now, it's still kind of in a trial run. Um, and I am hoping that it is permanent so it's no longer going to be just solo Chibi J. There will be another person with me. So stay tuned to a new character being introduced into the series. Yay, we're excited for that, right guys? We're excited. Let me know how you feel about that on my Twitter. Um, so that's another thing that I'm really excited about. Okay, so let's get into um, the anime that I've been watching that I mentioned from last episode so i've been watching uh diamond no ace uh, which is the baseball anime and i absolutely love baseball and thus far i absolutely love the anime um it has shown and feel like any other anime because it's very exaggerated in terms of like the throw and the plays are extremely realistic in terms of baseball but of course there is the little bit of exaggeration that happens it is very very good though um for a person that used to play in school i played second base or shortstop it's just it's so good that it it actually got me excited um and want to like recondition myself for baseball and hopefully and see if i can join like an independent team or something um back when the season is up again so that's actually what i've been doing uh and i've been testing myself trying to surpass my limits you know i think about yami in my head and I just think, surpass your limits right here, right now. And that's what I do. I surpass my limits, kind of-esque. And, you know, sometimes I end up doing it a little bit, going overboard a little bit too much. But I'm currently working that. I'm working on that. Um, but an example is, for somebody who hasn't played baseball in so long, I can run from home plate to first base. For those of you guys who know baseball, you can kind of get the gist of that. For those of you guys who do not um, really no baseball like that from home plate to first base. It's approximately 90 feet um, and I can run that in about six seconds, which is pretty bad for a professional player, but it's not bad for somebody who hasn't played and who has not really ran in ages. So <laughs> with that being said, um, I think I'm pretty, I'm doing a pretty good job with that. So there's that going on. Um, I'm very excited for Haikyuu as well because of how it's progressing. I'm excited to see how much more it's progressing. Um, I love the fact that in Haikyuu, I don't remember if I spoke about this last week's episode, but if I did, I'm going to mention it again because it's just so, it's such a great anime and I'm so excited for it. I love how the development and how the growth of the team is uh, progressing throughout the anime. And I love um, not just, you know, they don't just focus on 
the main protagonist um, or for this for this case being Hinata Shoyo and um, Tobio Kageyama so it's not just them that they're focusing on but they're focusing focusing on Karasuno as a team so the team is the main protagonist as well and I love also you guys know how I feel about you know the uh, main protagonist not always winning I love that they do have defeats and you know they have their trumps that they have to get over the hurdles and gradually just get better and not just automatically OP'd so there's that they start off as a great, you know, um, OP school from the beginning. That's their backstory. And then they fell off the flightless crows, as they call them. Um, and they, you know, they were a powerhouse, no longer powerhouse, aiming to reach that powerhouse status again. So that's their feat. That's their progression. And they are progressing, I think, at a pretty steady pace, um, give or take more or less. And you can see individual growth as well. So I absolutely love that. Uh, so that's my that's my, that's why I'm so excited for Haikyuu. So I can't wait to see, especially um, Tobio's growth and Hinata's growth. They're they're the way they are. It's just fantabulous right now. So I just I can go on rambling about Haikyuu all day if you let me. Also, so let me just pause right there for that. Aside from Haikyuu and Diamond No Ace, new anime that I have been watching thus far also include. Um, at that time, I got reincarnated as a slime, or also known as... I'm going to attempt to say the Japanese name because it's really long. Okay. Um, Tensei Shitara Suraimu. <laughs> Suraimu. I love the way they say slime in Japanese. Okay. Suraimu Dataken. Um, so that's that. By Fuse. Okay. And so that's for how I feel about it because I've heard plenty of things. Um, a lot of people have been recommending it and I finally got the chance to watch it and it is a great show thus far. I, like, I don't see anything wrong with it at this point in time. I see absolutely nothing wrong with um, the anime. Of course, the main protagonist or the MC of the anime is kind of OP'd. We can talk about that in another episode, you know, OP'd characters, but there's i guess i haven't finished it so i guess there's a reason behind it or there's maybe some kind of continuation or purpose to the story i am going to start reading manga a lot more um just so i can get a better idea so uh of this you know the story behind it because a lot of the times the anime series is canon to the manga but there's a lot more information you can find in the manga which leads me into um the misfit the misfit of demon king academy which is another anime that i've been watching uh the manga series it's a really long name the misfit of demon king academy history is strong as demon king reincarnates by and goes to school with his descendants that's literally the name of the manga it's just so crazy it's so long um but the manga is actually written by shu and the screen right is written uh, for the anime series is written by uh jean tanaka so i want to compare the two i am almost done with theming king academy um haven't quite finished it yet because like i said i'm jumping around I don't know if I mentioned it, but I'm going to mention it now. <laughs> I've been jumping around with different anime that I've been watching, just like a whole bunch all at once. Okay, so I'm excited. So far, I really enjoyed The Misfit of Demon King Academy. It is a really great anime, and it's another one where the 
main protagonist is OP'd, um, <laughs> which is ironic, but uh, we'll go into that. Again, that's like another one I feel like there's a whole reason behind it. I'm almost done, so I can kind of see the reason, but um, I want to read the manga to compare to see if there's anything else to discuss with it. So I won't get into that right now, um, or I don't see it in the near future, maybe, maybe a couple episodes down the line. So there's that also. Um, and another thing that I've also been doing is I've been re-watching Inuyasha, which is what's taking up a lot of my time also, uh, because I decided to re-watch it from the very beginning. Although I have watched it before, it's been a really long time um, since I've watched it, so I don't really remember much of it. All I remember is just like, Kagome, Inuyasha, Kagome, Inuyasha, Kagome, which is every single episode, and it's pretty much the same thing, like, Oh, Sacred Jewel Shard, he has it, she has it, they have it, it has it, who has it, no one has it, Naruko has it, okay, now it's just like, <sighs> what's happening? <laughs> so, um, when when's the end gonna come? I'm currently on season 6, so the there's about 8 seasons, there are a couple movies, I'm not sure if I'm gonna watch the movies or not, um, but the reason I am re-watching Inuyasha is because there is the sequel to Inuyasha, uh, which is um, Yashihime, the half-demon princess, which I'm excited to see. So by the time I'm finished watching Inuyasha, I should have a couple episodes, not really a binge, but I should have a couple episodes to watch. I'm really excited because, you know, I want to see how they, uh, you know, get what personalities they give on the daughters of um, Inuyasha and, you know, the kids of uh, Sango and um, Sishomaru and all of them. I just, like, I'm excited. I'm excited for it because... You know, we can, I can, uh, you know, I can agree, or not agree, but I can speak for all of us when we say those of us who are Inuyasha fans or have grew up watching Inuyasha, it's just like, ooh, yes, I can't wait, <laughs> kind of-esque. Um, so there's that. Uh, on top of all of that, um, something that I wanted to talk about on top of everything, I know it was a lot. But there's one last thing that I'd like to say, not last, but last thing before I get into the actual topic. And I know I'm like 20 minutes in without actually talking about the actual topic. So this is probably going to be a really long episode. And if I cannot finish, I may possibly do a continuation. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, maybe. Um, but basically, on top of everything, I just like to say that it's sad, 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 sad moments and days for me. Um, because... Shokugeki no Soma. Shokugeki no Soma. The series ended. The series finished. It was such a good long run and such a great anime. It's, it's such a lovely like girl with me anime. And it's great for like the etchy and food hearted. Um, which is me. I love food. And you know a little bit of you know harem here and there is not too bad. And also not to mention that the ending... Ooh, I will not ruin it. The ending I will not ruin. Um, it has been out for quite some time, a couple weeks now, but still I don't want to ruin it for anybody who still hasn't watched it because it did take me some time to finish it because like I said, I'm jumping like back and forth through so many anime. Um, so it is some time and I was having trouble saying goodbye. So I was trying to put it off a little bit longer. 
<laughs> only for the sake of not having to say goodbye. But I'm not completely upset with the ending. The ending was such a beautiful touch, I think, in my opinion. Um, and I will give a review of the anime series as a whole, maybe a little bit later on. Um, you know, more as time go by, a little bit more time goes by. But definitely during this time, if you have not watched it yet, please go and watch it. Go and watch it now because... I'm sorry, I was touching my mic, so you probably heard that. Um, <laughs> go and watch it now because you have to, and you will thank me later. So, on terms of thanks, I am going to say thank you to Yuto Tsukada for creating a masterpiece, and thank you, Shun Saiki, for beautiful and tasteful illustrations okay you see what i did there with the tasteful illustrations yeah i'm getting i'm getting better with my puns um <laughs> and of course thank you shogo yasukawa uh, for screenwriting and jc staff co which is the animation studio for making these visuals happen thank you so much so thank you to all that all those team people <laughs> for creating such a great uh, series and it's still so so sad so just a quick like two second moment of silence hmm sad to see you go probably be an anime that i will rewatch because why the heck not okay so speaking of sad uh let's use that to finally segue into the actual topic for today so the actual topic for today Jeez, 20 minutes into this episode and I'm just now getting into the topic. What is wrong with me? <laughs> so the actual talk topic. The actual topic for today is saddest deaths. Yes, saddest deaths. So I may have mentioned before, um, don't exactly remember, um, but you know, I did say, I did say at one point that I was going to cover saddest deaths as a topic for one of my episodes, and I'm finally getting to it in season two, more or less, quote-unquote season two. No, this is season two. So I'm finally getting into it. Um, and just to let you know, there is no particular order in any of these deaths. They're all sad, and I just like to start off by saying, spoiler alert, and the only reason why I'm saying spoiler alert is because though some of these have been out, um, out already out for quite some time, they have been seen, they are well known by many. I just do not know how many of my listeners know about these deaths. So just in case, if I do spoil anything, because I know there are there is about one or two that I am familiar with that um, have not watched a few of these anime that, you know, it would be considered a spoiler for them, even though such time has passed where it's not really considered a spoiler because it's just, it's just well-known deaths, okay? But just to cover my behind, um, because I don't want no smoke, okay? I don't want any of that, okay? I'm just gonna say spoiler alert, blah, 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 blah. Yep, spoiler alert. Okay, coolsies. So let's carry on, okay? So first, let's start off with good old naruto okay deaths that were sad in naruto there's way too many okay there's way too many deaths that were sad in naruto um third hokage was definitely a sad scene but for me personally um i'm just gonna mention it as an honorable mention it doesn't it didn't give me too many feels i felt like it was a necessary death though to kind of do the whole um 
you know, arc or, you know, scene to carry on the storyline to carry on the Will of Fire, which, you know, eventually it's supposed to be Asuma who also passed away, unfortunately, left, leaving behind a family. Um, but, you know, ultimately it leads down to the next gen like Naruto's generation during that time you know, to be the will of fire. So I feel like it was a necessary death for um, the series. Um, not so much like sad, like where it's like heartbroken, but definitely that Asuma was more heartbroken than anything because Shikamaru definitely dealt with it so hard. It's just so sad, especially because it was so heart-wrenching for him that he found a way to uh, defeat the Atsutsuki uh, Hadis. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, but he found a way to defeat him, who was supposed to be immortal. He got him. And then that scene where he lit that uh, the lighter to like throw in there because it's a whole all part of his plan, you know. It's just and you see Asuma there just with the cigarette. It's just like oh, this is so sad. This is so heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking because, you know, who doesn't love Shikamaru? So that's definitely a sad scene. Definitely something I had to mention. Okay, um, another one that I have to mention that is so, uh, so much more sad is Neji. Like, he was supposed to be the prodigy of the, the Hugo clan. No, he was the prodigy of the Hugo clan. Unfortunately, with Neji's death, it was just so sad because he started off as this little, for lack of better words, this little runt who just kept on um, bad-mouthing and basically saying that Naruto and Hinata were just lowly, unqualified people because they were not geniuses just like Neji. And he was always hiding behind like the curse of the Hugo clan, the branch family, that he has a curse that he cannot deny fate. And to later on, you know, grow as a person, he was a prodigy, he was a genius. He became a jonin before all his other uh, teammates and, and classmates. And he sacrificed himself for the very people that he discredited in the beginning, which is so ironic to if you think about it. But it's just so sad at the same time because ultimately it's just it's sad like why they do that why did they do that why did they give neji so much hope he was supposed to be the change of the hugo clan like they gave kishimoto why did you do it to neji he you gave him so much hope to be the change and be the start of the change only to like befall a, you know by the same fate he sacrificed himself for hinata the hugo <sighs> let's not get into that <laughs> let's not get into that but that was so sad and then itachi come on itachi itachi was a character when he was first introduced he was introduced to be hated by everybody in naruto because he did so wrong by naruto but not but to only find out later on that itachi prevented a whole civil war from happening in the whole ucha Look at me. I can't even. Let me gather my breath. Okay, the whole Uchiha clan. Okay, because there was going to be a whole coup de toot, and he ended up stopping that. But the way to do that was to annihilate his clan. Like, how how mature you have to be. And 
just to put all that on a child. He was a child still. He's a child with all that emotion. And then later on to have to fight his brother who he saved because he loved so dearly, right? Who his brother just had nothing but hatred for him to later find out the truth that, you know, for, later, for Sasuke to later find out the truth that Itachi had reasons to do it. And it wasn't just because, you know, he was crazy. It's because... You know, the Uchiha clan in general were crazy. So, with that being said, you know, that fight to the death scene for Itachi to die from an illness. Like, come on, man. Are you serious? Like, it's just... <sighs> sad face because Itachi, he needed that loving. He, he deserved to stay alive. Itachi, man. And then Jiraiya. Okay, Jiraiya. They killed off Jiraiya also. Like, Jiraiya was Naruto's, like, adopted dad in a sense. Like, he was there for him. He mentored him. He trained him. And then he died. He died by the same students that he had. So, it's just like... Well, the students were kind of already dead. But he died by Nagato, basically. Pain. Who was controlled by Nagato. And he... It, it, it just, he left behind Naruto. And Naruto was just so depressed... And then later, later for Naruto's real dad, Minato, to die once again for his reanimated person, his reanimated self to die. Just dying again during, you know, the Great War arc. Boy, just imagine being Naruto, seeing your dad. It, it hurt me with his dad just there saying, I'm proud of you and happy birthday, son. And, you know, Naruto is just like bawling his eyes out. And it's like, I'm going to eat all my vegetables. Make sure you tell mom that I'm going to have a, I'm, I'm going to be a good boy. Then I'm doing everything and that I'm going to be the Hokage. And then Minato is just there, just standing, taking all this in. It's like, yes, I know you can. And he's just dying again. And why am I crying right now? I'm crying. I'm legit crying tears right now. Um, and I'm trying to like suck the tears back up in my eyes because it is just a sad scene. Like thinking about it makes me cry. Okay. Just <sighs> so common collective. Now this here, what I'm about to spill is a major, major spoiler because although it is not exactly Naruto, this is from Boruto, the next generations. I read the manga, so this is way ahead of time, and I know I've been talking about anime, but I'm just going to throw this in there. There is a possibility, and it's leading towards in the manga, that Naruto will die. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And I am not, I'm dreading it. I can't, it's, Boruto is a monthly manga, so I don't know um what's happening well i do know what's happening but i don't know what's going to happen in the next <sighs> next chapter i'm dreading it i'm like the last thing i remember is kurama and naruto talking about unlocking a new form so naruto does unlock a new form stronger than any other but the uh effects of this form is um does result in death and that is blatantly said in the manga so, it's just, I'm not ready for that. Because <laughs> Naruto, if you're going to kill off Naruto, I'm going to lose my stuff. I'm going to lose my brain, okay? Because there's just, I already lost my brain you know, with everything else. But it's just this. Don't kill off my boy. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. That's like, 
I don't want Boruto, I want Naruto. So I'm not, I'm dreading that um, <laughs> for right now. Okay, so let's carry on before I stick with Naruto for like the rest of this episode. So the next uh, one I wanted to speak about was One Piece. Okay, so One Piece, okay, mind you, I'm only up to episode 625, okay? I have put One Piece on a hold, on pause to watch all the other anime um, because there is just a lot to watch. Had I just continued on with One Piece, yes, I may have been finished. I may have finished it with it by now, but um, that is to say that I, I wouldn't have this many anime that I've watched thus far. So, so with that being said, for daddest, the daddest, yes, the daddest, <laughs> the saddest deaths in One Piece thus far for me, okay, for me is the going Mary, okay? Um, that is just one of them. The going Mary, boy, did I ever never think that I was going to cry for a ship. Okay, One Piece made me cry for a ship. Why'd you make me cry for a ship? I just bawled my eyes out for Going Merry. I mean, to be fair, in the episodes, um, you know, that whole Going Merry uh, arc, they 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 gave Going Merry like an actual like spirit and an actual voice and you know an actual presence and stuff like that and just like all the hard work that uh, the Straw Hats were putting in to save the Going Merry because of everything that they've done and just like to give life to the Going Merry. I think is what made everything so sad when they finally, you know, killed off, quote unquote, killed off the going Mary. Just when they had to say goodbye and, and everybody was crying and everybody was saying thank you for all that you've done, you know, to the ship. It was just like, oh my gosh, why? <laughs> why? Why? Why'd you do that to me, One Piece? <laughs> just had to mention that. Um, the next one that I had to mention, and if I don't mention this... I'm gonna mention it. If I didn't mention this, that'd be just shame on me because this was one of the saddest death scenes that, you know, it's Ace. Come on, man. Ace. Like, when they killed off Ace, I was just in awe. I was so shocked. I was bawling my eyes out because what like imagine okay so the scenario i boom so this is what happened <laughs> wait let me not do that okay so this is what happened in the anime so luffy went to go save ace from being executed ultimately to fail because ace was executed trying to save luffy Ace died in front of his brother's eyes. And yeah, sure, they may have not been like officially blood brothers, but that doesn't matter because they were still blood brothers through thick and thin. And for Luffy to hold his brother in his arms, to see his brother die in front of him, like just a hole ripped in the middle of him is just heart-wrenching. Like he literally went insane and just screamed. His brother's last dying words was basically like, thank you for loving me. And just imagine hearing that while your brother is dying in your arms. And everybody went crazy. Everybody. Whitebeard went crazy. Whitebeard went crazy. Oh my gosh. And then Whitebeard died too. Oh my gosh. I completely forgot about that. I completely forgot that Whitebeard died because he went crazy from what happened with oh my gosh that just that whole arc that whole whew, 
that was tough. That was a rough, that was a rough arc for me. That was just a lot of heartfelt emotions. But everybody loved Ace. Everybody loved Ace. And then since everybody respected and loved Whitebeard and Whitebeard loved Ace like his own son, just everybody went crazy. So that is definitely like by far one of the saddest death scenes that I had to mention. It's just to this day, I will cry. Like I didn't cry, you know, like um, with the whole Naruto. No, no, I'm, I'm lying. In real time, as I was watching it, I did cry. But I'm saying, speaking about it now, I'm not, I'm not crying because it's just the different sentiments between the two is, you know, a little bit different, I guess. Um, but regardless, still one of the saddest and hardest scenes ever. Okay, and there's so much more that I want to say, and I'm already at like. 30 something minutes uh through this podcast and i cannot believe it <laughs> okay so i'm only gonna mention a few more um another one that i want to mention is night eye from my hero academia so the thing with night eye is first off nobody imagined i'm assuming nobody who watches the anime i'm sure if you read the manga there are there is definitely stuff that is happening i know because i have somebody who is reading i know somebody who's reading the manga who is just basically keeps on saying stuff is going down and i'm like okay don't spoil it for me please um but in the anime series itself when night eye died i don't think anybody was expecting that anybody nobody was expecting an actual death to happen in the series um because of how it's just been going thus far throughout the you know the beginning um from the beginning and to where it's at now i mean so for Night Eye's death, it was extremely sad because Night Eye's backstory, he was one that it was always, no, you cannot change fate because his, when he foresee, he, fo he foresaw the future of All Might, who is somebody who he admired dearly. He saw him dying a, a, a terrible death. So he wanted, he was looking for somebody who was the hope and that hope for him was medial. And then later on, you know, when they were fighting, overhaul and he saw Deku or Midoriya fight against that fate you know and change the fate because he also saw you know stuff happening during that time that time period um Deku Midoriya you know Deku and Midoriya wow I just said that okay so I'm just gonna call him Deku Deku fought against that fate he changed that fate and opened his eyes and made him realize for the first time like okay, so All Might might have a chance. All Might might not die only for Night Eye himself not be able to actually see it. So that is just like one of the saddest things to me. Um, and then Medio just, you know, beside him, his, his little prodigy students beside him, you know, being sad as well. It's just, it's just so heart-wrenching. Okay, so... Finally, um, there's so much more that I actually want to talk about, uh, and just to let you guys know, like, I planned on talking about the Promised Netherland, um, Neverland, Netherland, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? I, I, you know, I was planning on talking about that, I was actually planning on talking about Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, I was planning on talking about Tokyo Ghoul, I was planning on talking about Dr. Stone, like, I was planning on talking about all of these, but I don't think that I'm actually going to touch it today, because I don't want this to be, like, an hour and a half long 
episode, truthfully, um, because you guys are probably tired of my voice by now. But I am going to mention one last anime, um, and that is Attack on Titan. Okay, so for Attack on Titan, there is, um, there's two that I wanted to mention, alright, but I am going to, you know what I just realized? And I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it right here, right now, before I forget. When I was speaking about the, uh, Atsutsuki, I completely did not say the correct name. Because I was somehow thinking about Hannes from Attack on Titan. <laughs> so, the Atsutsuki, his name was, uh, Hiden, Hiden, something like that. Um, not Hannes. Okay, so... With that correction that I just gave you, just letting you know, I shall carry on into Attack on Titan. So as you can hear um, from the names I'm mentioning, uh, the person that I wanted to speak about um, the death, I wanted to speak about Erwin Smith, which is the captain, because his death was not as heart-wrenching, but definitely an honorable mention because he was such a charismatic and such a brave like individual as a person. He actually sacrificed himself, um, and, you know, during the time of his death, it, there was just no means of getting away, because there was the Beast Titan, um, you know, he was throwing boulders, shards, rocks, killing people, so it's basically, he led, like, a suicide squad, and he sacrificed himself in that suicide squad, basically, just to help Levy, so Levy can go and defeat the Beast Titan, so... His death shall not be in vain. Um, so definitely giving him an honorable mention. And another person that I wanted to mention from Attack on Titan was Carla Yeager, who is Aaron's mother. The way she died was just so sad because she ended up dying by the hands of the Smile Titan, who was Dino Fritz, who is the other woman, quote unquote. If you watch Attack on Titan, you know what I'm talking about. She was the other woman. Go figure, right? The irony in that is just so, is just... It's almost hilarious. I don't want to say it's hilarious because it's so sad that, you know, how she died. She died in front of Eren and Mikasa. Um, so that's really sad. And um, Mikasa and Eren were saved by Hanes, uh, Hanes, uh, Hanes, that's how they kind of pronounce it. Um, but they were saved by him. And for him to die the way his death scene was was just so sad because he died by the same very titan that killed Aaron's mother and he died in front of Aaron and Mikasa trying to save them both once again and he was there for them in the beginning kind of like um um like an overseer and a mentor for them because Aaron kept on getting in trouble Mikasa was always there for him and then also he was there for Aaron at the same time because Aaron's father wasn't around for obvious reasons um so during that time Aaron was trying to like desperately to save Hannes and he couldn't he was trying to inflict as much pain because that, that's how he activates his beast uh, his attack his attack titan by inflicting self-pain um chopping off his like he was chomping out his fingers each individual finger and he would not change for nothing and then just the look on his face as he was um torn by the smile titan it was just so just like it's so sad he's like basically his face was like i'm always there for you and it's an honor to to die for you because i couldn't do anything for your mother so this is me you know paying you back for that and it was just so sad 
and that is by far one of my favorite scenes um, in Attack on Titan. As you remember, I did the whole like voiceover with the and you know mahura maite arigato so um i did all that which you know i was asked to do some again and i never i ended up never doing it so maybe if i get some recommendations for if you want me to do like a voiceover or kind of like a reenactment for any of your favorite scenes i'll go ahead and look it up i'll go ahead and watch it practice it and maybe i'll do something and see if it's to your liking if you'd like I don't know, um, but of course, for me to figure that out, you should go ahead and follow me on Twitter. That's at ChibiJ3, and that is the number three. Do not spell out three. And for those of you girls who don't know by now, because um, there was this one individual who actually had trouble spelling Chibi. Um, Chibi is spelled C-H-I-B-I, and then capital J, and then number three. Okay, so that's how you spell Chibi J3. So go follow my Twitter at Chibi J3. That's the number three. Do not spell out three. And follow my Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Chibi J. And tell me how you like today's episode. I know today's episode was really, really long. Well, this week's episode. Well, no, no, it's not really long. It would have been really long had I not omitted a lot of other things that I wanted to talk about. Like I said, I wanted to talk about Norman from The Promised Leatherland. I wanted to talk about um, Full Metal Alchemist, um, Hughes. I wanted to talk about Nina because Nina's death was so sad. I wanted to talk about Tokyo Ghoul, um, um, his death scene. And, you know, I will revisit this topic and I'm still not you know decided whether or not i should do a continuation of this episode for the following week possibly not because like i said i do have that feature coming in um look at me planning ahead right <laughs> so i will touch base on that i will keep you guys updated on my twitter so go follow my twitter until then i hope you enjoyed this week's episode guys um it's just it's just everything's been going great and before i ruin everything with my rambling just just go just go while i go head out of here so until next week chibi jay waddling away